Hey everyone! So the title of this week's episode is based off of a song by The Somerset, and the song title is All My Friends. Felt like it was really fitting, considering I am about to be going back to Utah to celebrate my birthday with a lot of my friends. Uh, and also, this is just one of those great feel-good songs that I can absolutely never skip, because, I don't know, it's just a really fun one to, to vibe out to. So I'd recommend checking it out. Anyways, hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Another episode, all dirty little secrets. Your hostists with the mostists, Cam and Joe. Joe and Cam. What's up, guys? What's good, Joe? Life. Is life good? It's pretty good. It's like the most optimistic I've ever heard you be. I like life. Ever. Normally <laughs> you're saying that you're ready to die and now life is good. Well, you know, death is always there. It's always an option. So life is living. Is... <laughs> what? No. Just, just throwing that out there. Every day I choose to live, Cameron, that's a victory itself. <laughs> 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 the small victories in life. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I saw a, uh, a TikTok earlier uh-huh. of this guy who jumped off the, like, Golden Gate Bridge and survived. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, and it was, like, this long sit-down interview. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, when I say I watched this TikTok, I only watched, like, the first 20 seconds of it, because I didn't want to watch a three-minute video. Makes sense. But he was talking about how, you know, he jumped, and he said the moment, no, he said the millisecond that his legs cleared the railing and that his hands no longer reached the rail he experienced the biggest moment of regret in his life and realized that he was never gonna get to take it back that's actually damn dude that's very common with suicide survivors i'm sure people think that they want to do that and that that's the right thing until you can't actually change what you're doing yeah, because they realize like, oh shit, this. I think is, this I think like happening. facing death is just such an intense fear and reality, that, yeah, man, God, no. that's got to be a really yeah. horrible way to go. Like at least people who do it in quicker ways don't actually have time to process think, what just happened. The regret, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it takes me back to when Thirteen Reasons Why was a big deal when it first got released. Yeah. And, like, her whole strategy of how, you know, she decided to go out. I was like, could you imagine just, like, sitting there? Bleeding sitting there and you're like, holy shit, like, okay, okay. And then you just, like, all of a sudden close your eyes and you're like, fuck. You know? Yeah, Shit's yeah. heavy. Yeah. Could not. No. But yeah, I just no, thought that thanks. was crazy to, like, hear this firsthand account of this guy who tried to do it and then just immediately regretted like, his no. decision. Yeah. I never thought about that. About, you know, what people think when they've finally made that choice to the point of where they're actually acting upon it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Because I've been, I guess, fortunate enough to not have known anybody or have anybody in my life do that. Same. Um, 
because it is it's it's a blessing because some people who have had that in their life completely traumatized still you know it's a major big deal so like especially like a friend or family member or somebody that you know like does it you're just like Fuck. and I don't think anybody in my high school that I knew of did it either because sometimes you have those random kids that are like oh sorry they're not in class today because this happened and you're like you know like I saw that kid that just hits you like god damn there are some people out here that are not okay yeah we had one girl at my high school who did die while I was in high school but she was killed in a car accident Mm. um and I never knew her I thought I like knew the names of everyone at my high school but Mm -hmm. I had like literally never even heard this girl's name and I remember one of my friends was like, oh, hey, are you going to, like, this girl's memorial? And I was like, no, I feel weird, because I never knew this girl. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I just think about if it was, like, for me, like, a memorial for me, do I really want people there who didn't, didn't actually know me, you? or, like, whose lives I didn't impact? Yeah. I'd be like, who are you, and why are you here? <laughs> When, like maybe maybe if you're the significant other and you're like there for emotional support for someone who's there, then yeah. yeah. But, but I would just feel weird. It's like you know, say uh, say like you know, a memorial was publicized in the paper or something back in the day. Back in the day, I say that for a paper. Back in the it's day, terrible. when but it's like, you're like, were oh, printed. this this random person's funeral, I'm gonna go to that today. Yeah, that's how it would feel to me. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not gonna go because that just seems weird to me, and I and I felt like it was disrespectful too. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and yeah. act like I knew this girl when I literally didn't even know her name. Just goes up to the podium. I remember blah blah blah. We used to go out to parties a lot. Cause that would be fun. Okay, that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Crashing funerals and doing sh- like random ass like crazy ass stories like. There was one time when we went to Vegas together and they shit in a bathtub and it was just like the weirdest <laughs> thing that has ever happened and I was sitting there like, holy oh shit, God. we are off our asses. Like that, the thought of it is funny. The actual, do, like, people who actually would do that, totally disrespectful. But like, it would be... That I think it's be. one thing if you didn't know them and you just made that up. But I kind of like the idea of... You know, if anyone can talk at a funeral, right? And you did know this person had a really good relationship with them. Like, if it was you, obviously I would go up there and say some really heartfelt stuff. But there's no way I wouldn't be able to, like, crack a couple jokes or talk about a really funny memory that just, like, lighten the mood of the room and do something really <laughs> One time Joe puked in my sink during Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Try to clean That actually up. happened, guys, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, I <no. laughs> And I cleaned it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, <laughs> True friendship. It was also was... partly my fault that it happened, though, so I felt like I responsibility at the very least. Uh, oh goddamn! But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like yeah, if you if you don't know anyone and you do that, then yeah, it's kind of fucked up probably because you don't know like whatever how everyone else is gonna react to that sort of thing. <laughs> I had a really good relationship with the person, and I did that. I would probably be able to gauge how everyone was going to react. And also, I kind of think that's the sort of setting where it's okay to have a laugh in between everything and lighten the mood a little up every yeah. now and then. Because yeah. everyone is just so heavy, and I get that it, you know, it is the sort of, like, moment of sorrow. Mm-hmm. But 
there are still like good moments you know yeah 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 you don't have to be like constant you can still be heartfelt but also like heartwarming too Mm -hmm. yeah because i you know i still had a life you still had a life we still do things we were like so front you know like you know it's not just oh they're dead it's like look at all this (laughs) shit that happened so let me tell you this one of the reasons that I always think of is because when my dad passed away, you remember this probably. Well, you might remember this. Mm-hmm. But one of my friends, probably, you know, my closest friend all throughout high school, his name is Tim. So Tim gets up to talk about my dad. And he was like, so uh, it's like, uh, I'm not sure if Cam's dad ever knew this story, but, you know, my favorite story about Cam is uh, when, we, uh, when we were in, in high school together and, you know, we went down to Mexico and he starts, like, starting this story, and I'm sitting there in my head, I'm like, when the fuck did we go to Mexico? And I'm panicking, because I don't know what he's going to say, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't remember going to Mexico, like, when <laughs> yeah. was this? And he starts laughing, because he looks at me, and he sees that, like, internally, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm just playing, and everyone starts laughing. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I always appreciated that moment. Because it, it like, kind of lifted the spirits, and it gave everyone a laugh and a quick little mm. break from the tears and the sadness. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just... It was it was fun, though, because I just remember thinking about that. And afterwards, he was like, Cam, you should have seen your face when I brought up that Mexico story. He's like, you were so white. Like, what the fuck? Like, like as a ghost. What happened in Mexico? <laughs> and that's the thing. I was... Afterwards, I'm like, we never even fucking went to Mexico. <laughs> We've yeah. never gone to Mexico together. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But in the moment, though. I was like, what the hell? You're like, Jesus Christ. Do, do I not remember Mexico? Is that how bad it was? <laughs> that would be, yeah, that'd be really funny. Yeah. God damn. Oh, man. Well, Jesus Christ. We're happy that we started this episode off on such a positive note. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. This is a great way to kick off the birthday episode. <laughs> So, you know, good good stuff. Happy uh, birthday. <laughs> jo has a story that she very briefly mentioned to me right before we recorded today. She said she snuck into a techno club last night. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to break. And uh, on the other side of the break, we'll come back and, and hear about this. Because sneaking in somewhere and going to a techno club, both are very off of Joe's radar, typically. So I'm very curious to hear what this was. Typically, yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome back from break. So, uh, right before break, we mentioned a couple things. One, we said something about Joe's story. Two, we mentioned this is a birthday episode. Why is this a birthday episode? Because, as of right now, time of recording, in two days, it's my birthday. Yes. As of the time you guys are listening to this, who knows, but my birthday will have already passed. So if you did not wish me happy birthday, you fucked up. Good luck. You're actually... Fake friends. Fake friends. Yeah, yeah it's gonna take, like, some really intense complimenting to to make up for uh, for your miss, so... Maybe some just, money? Uh, yeah, that, that's definitely always a, an accepted form of forgiveness. 150 Absolutely. men, maybe? <laughs> per, per letter? Oh, Happy birthday. Man. But yeah, so very. Ex- well, I mean, I say very excited, but it's like I'm getting older. So. <laughs> You're like mm. <laughs> another like year. The, the fact that the number keeps ticking up, obviously not a fan. On the bright side, I still feel very young, so that's definitely a good thing. Uh, but I am really excited because on Thursday 
I'll be back in Utah. Seeing yes. a lot of friends, getting up to a lot of stuff. So it's going to be a good time. I'm really looking forward to uh, everything we have going on. Eating like fucking shit. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Is it is it worth going to that corn dog place? That Korean corn dog place? Honestly, I would say like try it. I liked yeah. it. Cool. So. Yeah, I got to give that a shot while I'm there. Then I've still never had one, so. Definitely do. Definitely do. Get yeah. the. Um, I mean, you like corn dogs, so I'd get like the half cheese, half dog, and then full dog. Okay. If you do try it. Unless In all want, reality, like, five, I feel then... like I would be there with you. Probably, yeah. Most yeah. likely. Does Lydia like corn dogs? Well, I, I mean, like Lydia's not an adventurous eater. They're not. They yeah. really are not. They're the type of person to go to a restaurant and pick the same thing, like the same restaurants. Like, if they have to go to a new one, they'll check out the menu beforehand to make sure that there's something that's similar to stuff that they like to eat. If not, they don't really go to those restaurants, but they'll go to sit <laughs> the same restaurants and order the same thing because they, they like it. Lydia, I don't mean any disrespect by this, but I feel like. Uh, they are the type to go to the Asian restaurant and order the chicken nuggets. See, I said if they could eat meat, they would be a chicken nugget kid. That's what I said. I was like, if you could eat meat, you would be a chicken nugget kid. Because they're already like a mac and cheese kid for the most part. I was about just, to like, say, they would get like the grilled cheese sandwich. Yes. Yeah. Every time they go to a pizza place, plain cheese. Like, okay, I'm the plain same. Plain cheese. I prefer plain cheese. But, like, not even, like, vegetables. I like putting no. vegetables on my pizza. My favorite type of pizza is a cheese pizza. Well, Whether it's, like, four cheese or just, like, one cheese. But that is my, that's my way to go. Favorite toppings are bacon or meatballs. I, if I eat a cheese pizza, it's a margarita pizza. I can't just have, like, just cheese. But if I have to eat just cheese, I'll eat it. But, like, if it's, like, a cheese pizza, it's a margarita pizza. Because I like the basil. I like a little bit of, like... Dude, um, you really need to watch the new Chef's That Table just came pizza. out today. No, it came out on the 7th. Oh, did it? I yeah, literally I just got a notification that said, this is now on Netflix. So maybe it was nah, just late. I, I watched the first episode um, when it came out, actually. And, dude, <laughs> this show is the biggest mistake. Like, oh, no. watching it is the biggest mistake. Because you just want pizza? No, because I want to make pizza. Ah. <laughs> All I could think Lovely. was like, damn, I just like, I bet I could make some pizza. And then I'm like, in my fucking oven. <laughs> like, you know what we could it's do? It's not the same in an oven. I mean, you could, honestly, it's fine. But what we could do, Cam, is when you come in town and like, let's say you, me and you and Lydia do like a lunch, you could just come over to my place. We can make some pizzas. Dude, I need chill. to look to see if there are like any pizza making courses somewhere around me i bet that would be fun to do that would actually be pretty for a dope. night just like learn how to do like you know a tossed pizza and stretch it all out and yeah. that would be fun i agree i agree i agree that could be interesting be a couple of our friends just went to a sushi making class a few weeks they ago. did yeah they sent me some pictures and i was like Dude. i was super jealous it looked good yeah i was like cool you guys <laughs> thanks for invi- thanks for the invite make sure to ship some over right. yeah that looked really that good was though. oh man i still want to do one i mean i know that you and i have done it before where we've made uh-huh. our own yeah but i don't know i still just want to like go to a class and do it i want to learn how to actually do nigiri properly that would be nice i suck at that i also uh watched um a video 
the other day on Onigiri. Mm-hmm. Which was a mistake, because then all I wanted to do was make that. <laughs> like... I feel like watching any cooking show is a mistake when bro, you... Great British Baking Show. Horrible mistake. No, terrible, because you're like, I can fucking do that. <laughs> you remember our first season when you had to make pan au chocolat and... Failed never did. <laughs> No, I did it! Just was absolute ass. I bought the wrong kind of dark chocolate. And then it just was terrible. I was so But it's like, you see people do things and you're like, this looks really good. And then you look up the recipe and see what ingredients you need and you're like, I can go get this and I can try this. And then it never quite turns out. And you're like, shit. The stupid thing is that, like, you have, like, every time uh, you see, like, a toxic, like, not toxic, uh, you see a TikTok about like something cool somebody's like my toxic trick is thinking i can do this in my first go because it's true you're like Mm -hmm. shit they did it why can't i and you're like well they have years of baking experience they have all this you're like i bake occasionally you know no like no this is for these people it's their life you know and for you it's like a cute little hobby you know what i mean you're like i bake sometimes so of course it's not going to turn out the exact way that they have it on their first try but you're like fuck this is dumb as shit, and then you just never do it again. So, oh, man, yeah, it's dude. bad. Yeah, I would say my toxic trait isn't thinking that I can do it, but it's just so willingly like, yep, I'll go buy all these ingredients to make this one time. Yeah. It's like, here, just take my money. Right? It's just like, I'm going to buy $50 worth of things to make something that might not even turn out, and then I'll probably yeah. throw away. It's terrible. It's like... yeah. Recipes are fun to make until you realize how much it fucking costs to make it one time. It's a lot of fucking... A cheesecake? Bruh. The one time I made a cheesecake, which, mind you, I made a damn good cheesecake, guys, okay? But the one time I made a cheesecake, I don't even know how much I spent on the ingredients. I think it was like 30 bucks because I didn't have anything you needed for it. I didn't have anywhere near the amount of cream cheese I needed. I didn't have... Because I did a blueberry lemon cheesecake. I didn't have any blueberries. I didn't have any lemon. I didn't have graham crackers. Like, every part of this recipe, I had to go buy. Yeah. I think the dumb thing about baking versus cooking is that cooking, you could probably, like, grab a recipe and be like, oh, yeah, I have, like, most of these ingredients. I probably just need, like, this, right? Because, like, cooking, like, so many things are just, like, pretty neutral. You use, like, similar stuff. Yeah, and you can substitute things really Yeah, easily. exactly. And then baking, it's so specific. And nobody just has baking shit on hand unless you bake literally frequently, right? So, like, yeah. the, maybe you have flour. Maybe you have sugar. Maybe you have salt. Perfect. Awesome. But then you have all the other fucking ingredients that you don't have. So you have to go out and buy all that shit because you don't, like, the stuff that they use in baking is not just something that you just have in your pantry, you know? So you just have to, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot, but, I mean. Yeah, dude. I, uh, my neighbor just texted me yesterday. She was like, hey, do you have any vanilla? Because she was making cookies and didn't have any vanilla. But she knows I bake, so of course I had vanilla on hand. But it's like, baking can definitely get costly if you don't have the stuff already. The nice thing is, when you buy the stuff for the first time, it lasts. Yeah. Unless you need, like, you know, chocolate chips or something like that. Then those will go by pretty quickly. But when you buy a five-pound bag of flour, a four-pound bag of sugar, you know, a big old jar of vanilla, a canister of baking powder, baking soda, you need so little of those ingredients each time you cook 
that they last. But that yeah. first time you buy this shit will run you a pretty penny. Damn. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, my sister told me a fact that scared me the other day about flour and other fine powders. Um, she said that in like factories and stuff that produce flour, um, a thing that's really common in flour is something called like flour mites or something like that. They're basically just small, tiny little larvae that are in flour that are so small that like the eggs at least are so small that when they sift the flour, they usually sift with it. So then they start growing in your flour and whatever. And then you just have like flour with a bunch of bugs in it. Um, so apparently what you need to do, no matter when you buy flour or whatever you buy flour is you immediately stick it in your freezer because the cold will actually kill the eggs. So you still have eggs in your flour, but you don't have larva. I'm so upset that you just told me that. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm... I literally just like grab flour to use on the pizza dough that I had earlier yeah. today. Now I'm paranoid and now I'm... Anytime I buy any kind of gluten-free flour, I'm just going to shove it in the freezer immediately and, oh, and pray God. to God. I don't know why she felt the need to share that with me um, because I think... I'm already scared of so many things. Like, little tiny minuscule bugs on my fruit uh, freak me out. Uh, but they're there. And they, they don't go away. But, uh, so. but yeah, so to circle circle back to how we got on this conversation. <laughs> chef's Table Pizza. Now, uh-huh. six episodes. Three American chefs, three international chefs. Uh, so entertaining. So good. Chef's Table The first guy is just, like, so likable. It's crazy. And his pizza shop was ranked as the best in the world. Damn. And guess where he is, Joe? Guess where he's located? Italy. No. He's he's American. Oh, he's American. American. Best pizza shop? Yeah, in the world. Not New York. That's too predictable. He's not in New York. That is correct. Uh, Not in New York, not in Italy. I'm going to guess some random ass place like Ohio or some shit. Not in the Midwest. Okay. Well, Well, we'll give you a couple more to narrow it down. Montana? Not in the north. Kansas. That's the Midwest. Oh, damn. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not in the east. Right. Not in that. Not in the Not in the Midwest. Not in the north. New Mexico. Close. Texas? A little further. Well, I meant that guess was a little further away. Anyways, he's in Phoenix, Arizona. Arizona? Right? Damn, okay. I told I told Melissa about this the other day, because uh-huh. she goes to Arizona sometimes, and I think she actually goes to Phoenix from time to time to mm-hmm. like visit her friend, or at least used to. And she was like, what the fuck? I said, yeah. Phoenix, Arizona Damn. had, at least once upon a time, the world, what was considered by a few food, you know, critics and bloggers, the best pizza in the entire world. What the shit? Which is crazy. Is he still there? So, if you watch... I don't want to give a... I don't want to, like, give away what happened in the documentary. Mm. Um, but, like, yes and no. <laughs> okay. But it goes through the whole process of, like, his coming up. This dude was a high school dropout. Oh, damn. Okay. He, he made it to 11th grade. Sure. I was so close. And then he, then he worked in a, in a pizza shop, and he said that he just got, like, really annoyed with the fact that the pizza box said... You know, you've tried the rest, now try the best. And he's like, and everyone's pizza boxes said this. 
Huh. It's like, and how can this really be the best or any different when we're using the same flour? We're yeah. using the same cheese. We're making everything the same way. Yeah. And, okay. and then he said he just, like, started to think about how he could do things. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, just slowly over time, he did. And he started to experiment with things. And it's like, this dude is in the heart of the community getting all of his shit. Like, it shows him going to a wheat farm and, like, milling his flour. Okay. At the farm. And then he goes to the farmer's markets to get all of his ingredients. And he makes his own fucking mozzarella. <laughs> Oh, so he's just extra shit. Yeah, dude. And that's what makes but it I'll the best. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. That pizza looks so fucking good. God damn it. <laughs> they were showing, you know, photos and videos of it being fired up and coming right out of the oven. And I'm like, bruh, this looks amazing. Absolutely. There are pizzas you see and you're like, that. yeah, that looks like good pizza. Then there are pizzas you see and you're like, that looks like something else. Damn. In the best way. And this dude just had amazing, elegant-looking pizzas. And it's all just flour, cheese, and fresh ingredients, you know? Shit. Yeah. But yeah, definitely would recommend it. Uh, And then you might want to try and make your own pizza, so just be prepared. (laughs) Talking about uh, Chef's Table reminds me of the... Pretty sure you're the one who made me watch it. The documentary now series. <laughs> yes. And that stupid oh my beans, God, dude. Be- rice and chicken. Was it rice and chicken? It was yeah, rice and chicken. <laughs> it just reminds me of that episode. The fucking rice and chicken episode. Every, every day, he he goes to he goes to the chicken farm, and uh, and he chases the chicken, <laughs> and and if he catches the chicken. Then he knows that's the one. I'm like, bro, look, guys. <laughs> I can't, dude. It's, it's so good. <laughs> a good it episode. is so good. Because oh, who was it? it? Was it was Bill Hader was in it and yeah. Fred Armisen? Fred Armisen was like the focus of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it is. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just like so. It's called Documentary Now. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. There are a few seasons of it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what season or what episode it is, but it's an episode that pokes fun at all of these, like, intense documentary-style cooking shows. Yes. Where they, like, do these profiles on the chefs. And this profile is about this dude up in the fucking mountains who only seats, like, two people a day or something like that. And only has one thing on his menu. Yeah, and it's just, like... I think butter. Yeah, think it's butter buttered was, was rice and chicken. That's yeah, all buttered rice. That's butter, right. rice, and chicken. <laughs> and it, doesn't he churn his own butter or some shit? Or, like, the guy has to, like, bike, like, he 30 to, miles. He has, he has to take a bike <laughs> to go get, like, the milk Yeah, and if the milk isn't like there in, like, a certain amount of time, he can't use it or something. <laughs> yeah, and he just takes it off the menu. Yeah, and he's like, there's no butter on the rice. <laughs> and they're like, and if we don't use the chicken, then we just serve buttered rice. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Oh my god. It's it's hilarious. I try and recommend that to everyone. It's so good. It is so damn funny. And it's like this huge issue with his family. Mm-hmm. Because his family's like, why don't you do more? Because his brother runs like a family style Mexican restaurant. That's like what you would think when you think Mexican restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
And and wasn't there like some shit with his dad? Yeah, his like dad thought he was a disappointment or from some shit like that. Like he wouldn't <laughs> talk to him or something like that. And I think in the end he like served him a plate or something, and his dad was like, okay, or something. And he's like, oh my god, <laughs> or some shit. Like it was, it was, yeah. Yeah, because like his dad, oh, his dad had a heart attack. Oh. And so the kid had to take over. And they were like, you can tell that it's like, it's not the same or, or it's not the same quality. And yeah, oh my God. Yeah, it's. I might watch that again after we record on Honestly, honestly. <laughs> I'm so probably going to make Lydia watch it with me. You I'm need like, to. You, you need have to, to watch this. It's going to be great. This I is can't. one of those things that like, look, I try and get people to watch things plenty. But this is one where it's like, this is one of the ones you actually need to listen to. Yeah, like, so you need good. to follow the instructions here and watch it. Documentary it's, now on Netflix. It's that good. Oh my god, I'm so happy that you brought that <laughs> I had a friend, a friend recommended yeah. it to me. Uh-huh. And then that's like just where it went from there. And then I started just like... God. Yeah. It so just, good. <laughs> it's too good, man. I can't. Oh, man. I'm just so happy the first time you watched it. You that know? whole fucking show. Yeah, because oh I, I made my sisters they watch it. They got rid of Documentary Now on Netflix. <gasps> no! No! Okay, no. check Hulu, guys. Check HBO. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm about to Google where this shit is at now. Hold on. Well, because I was sitting here, I was like, I'm going to look it up so that I can tell people exactly, you know where they can find this and what episode it is. Where is it? Oh my god, dude. It looks like it's only on this um on Fubo. Really? Yeah, that's what it's looking like. I mean that's the only that's the only option that I'm getting when I take a look at this. Don't you guys just love this? We're so prepared because we never know what we're talking about. (laughs) Oh maybe Prime Video. Might be on Prime Video. Let's take a look. What the f- what the hell is this? Um, is it Prime Video? Okay, let's look up documentary now. Let's see. All right, so story. it's season two, episode two, called Juan Likes Rice and Chicken. Yes. Oh my god. Look, guys, if you know who Fred Armisen or Bill Hader are, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna love it just like on its own as is just because of that there are some other really great episodes there too um did i have you watch the vice documentary of like the drug cartel i don't think so did you no i need to have you watch that one too i think that one was in uh was in season one but yeah uh (laughs) juan's rice and chicken jesus christ (laughs) so good because yeah bill Hader and fred are the two they basically are the two main people in almost all the documentary nows yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're like in every episode pretty much, and I fucking love both of them so much. Oh, man. It's like, I guess the whole premise of Documentary Now, guys, I should probably explain that first, is basically it's a it's a mockumentary. They make so one of it, all the different kinds of documentaries. Yeah, and it's so many different styles of, you know, what is, like, so many different styles of documentaries that are made. Yes, Joe, okay. Season 1, episode 3. Okay. It's called Drones. And if you guys are familiar with Vice at all, they do this very Vice style. And if you've watched a Vice documentary and you watch this episode, you'll be able to tell 
Just real quick. Like, oh, yeah, El Chingon. Yes. yes. I did, watch, did watch that, that. one. Okay, I thought oh, so. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh my god. That one was so good, too. So this one, they, like, send two journalists under... Or, to not undercover, they send two journalists, like, go and track down or, like, spend time with, you know, the world's deadliest drug cartel and this world's most wanted drug dealer. And they die, like, six fucking times and keep coming back as new people. It's so funny. It's, yeah, it, oh my god. Yeah, no, the hunt for, what is it, El Chingon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's great. So, ep- season one, episode three, and season two, episode two. If you guys can ever find a way to watch that in documentary now, just watch it. <laughs> just, just watch it and thank us later. Oh, so good. So good. They're absolute gold. I can't. That was really good. How did we even get on that? Chef's table. (laughs) Just, yeah, because you were talking about, you know, food documentaries. Yeah. yeah, That's right. Goddamn. That's good shit, man. man. That's good shit. I know. It's it's feel-good TV. It's good. It really is. It really is. It sucks that you took it off of Netflix, though. I know. I actually just watched Swan's Rice and Chicken, like, I want to say maybe three months ago. Damn. Because I think I finally got one of our other friends to watch it. Uh-huh. And then hearing her talk about it, I was like, yeah, I need to watch this again. Dude, it's too good. It's too fucking good. I can't. Did you ever watch um, the uh, documentary on H- the mockumentary on HBO with Andy Samberg about tennis? Yes. Oh, tennis my God. That one was ridiculous. <laughs> it was, I can't. Oh, I man. cannot. That one was And they're good, having, like, though. a full-on orgy on yes, the tennis court. Uh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? I was like, what the shit? I did not know what I was getting into when I started that. But I'm like, oh, mockumentary, already a fan. <laughs> tennis, always a fan. Andy, Andy Samberg, Samberg. I'm perfect. Sold. Just that, I mean, that's an amazing oh combo God. right there. And then you see how it all transpires and unfolds. And the fact that they got, like, actual tennis legends yes. and commentators oh to God. be in it. I'm pretty sure I watched it with my sister because I didn't exactly know, like, what was going on. And when that scene specific, I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know. What There's the a streaker on the court. Okay. He now appears to be having sex <laughs> with the streaker. Oh, okay, okay, she's done. Oh, there's another streaker on the court. Oh, he's having sex with this streaker. And the second one's like a dude, and he's fucking this guy now. Oh, Jesus Christ. That one was, oh, that was all <laughs> over the place. But that was, that was, that was a it was. good one. It was just like, what, 45 minutes? Yeah, it, it wasn't, long. yeah, it was not long at all. But, oh, Jesus. That was good. <laughs> I forgot about that there's, one. There's just something so great about a good mockumentary. It really, it really is, is, though. It really is, especially when it's, like, done well because there's a lot of them i've got to say that i'm not even kidding that i mean i really do love the three that we just mentioned but juan's rice and chicken is elite elite especially if you're into cooking shows i feel like you will appreciate that one if you've watched shit like chef's table and just everything that has to do with like following the just like super bougie chefs Mm -hmm. you'll appreciate that one it's just done exactly how a kind of documentary like that would be, but absolute just, like, I'm just, fucking... I'm just, like, I can't stop imagining the scene where the dude's, like, right on the bike down with the milk, and he drops all the milk. I know. It's so bad. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to be able to get it in time for a piece of milk. 
Oh my god. Was it? He like throws the beans at the wall or something. Yeah. He throws the rice, rice grains at the wall. <laughs> or like when he's oh, just like I think for that's... five minutes they're like pan back to him just like in a coop just like doesn't he time himself? Doesn't he give him five yeah. minutes to like, himself, like catch, a chicken, to catch a chicken, or else he doesn't, or else there's no chicken or something like that? <laughs> yeah, so if exactly. If I don't there's catch no it in five minutes, I can't because it's, it's not meant to be. No, it's so dumb. I love it so much. <laughs> so they just serve buttered rice. <laughs> it's just rice. <laughs> Fuck, man. People are probably listening to this. Like, what the hell is going on? So good. <laughs> I can't. Oh man. No. All right, guys. <laughs> well, I'll circle back to how we started this second half of the episode when uh, I mentioned that we talked about two things right before we went on break. We covered one of them. Second one is Joe snuck into a techno club last night. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. All she told me was, "Yeah, I'll tell the story on the podcast." Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, Josette, your shining moment has arrived. Ah, uh, yes. F- the floor is yours. Gee, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let us let us hear what you have in store. Um, yeah. So, um, my girlfriend has actually been out of town since forever, since too long. Uh, they Clearly, get... Josette has spiraled without her. Yes, it's 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 been wild. Um. <laughs> But my girlfriend's been out of town for a while, and one of our friends hit us up and was like, oh my gosh, like, let us know, like, this, if you want to go to this thing. And I was like, actually, just me. Um, and so they're like, oh my gosh, we have to plan something because our mutual friend, their girlfriend is also out of town right now as well. So it's just me and her, because both of our significant others oh, are just gone. The two of you? Well, there was more, there was one other person, technically two. I'll get into it. <laughs> technically four. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> How do you go from... There was one There's other one, person. There's one, maybe two, maybe five. Really, guys? Our mutual friend has split personalities. <laughs> so there's technically seven. Um, <laughs> no, so what happened was, is that they were like, yo, we should go to this thing. It was called the Neon Rodeo. It was basically like an art gallery, but they also had like a techno DJ, like multiple techno DJs set up. And it was happening at... The place, I don't know if you're familiar with Beer Bar downtown. Okay, so it was like the place right across from it, but Beer Bar was also in association with them. So you could only get into Beer Bar that night if you had a wristband as well. So what happened was uh, I we planned it for Saturday night because that's when the event was happening. So we were going to pregame beforehand. So we show up and I get to our mutual friend's house. And she's just like, yeah, we're going to get head over to, you know, one of my friend's houses. And then we're going to head over to their friend's house because that's where we're actually having the pregame. And I was like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> and so um, I show up to my friend's house and then she's like, okay, yeah, let's drive there. They had like two beers in their fridge. So we stopped by the liquor store to grab some stuff. And then I had to grab something because I can't have beer. And so we were just um, grabbing shit and then we head over and then... They're like, oh, yeah, and they have their roommate with them. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So me, my friend, her friend, and her friend's roommate head up to her roommate's friend's apartment to pregame. So at this point, I only know two out of the four other people in the room because I had technically met her friend at a party once. And actually, uh, she tried to set me up with that friend five million years ago 
um, at a party. <laughs> Fun fact. Um, but we all head up to this apartment and um, this is going to be just such a mess. Uh, <laughs> so their friend's roommate's friend is a bartender. And so they were like mixing drinks and making a shit. And then they, the story's going to go terribly from here it's it's gonna get like so confusing because you keep using them and they to <laughs> everybody everyone so but they're all you should you should you should assign some fake names okay so we'll go a b c d does that work who's a is my a friend the, the one that we share the one that we share okay so a will be them b will be their friend c will be their friend's roommate and d will be their roommate's friend does that right. work? Just their friend's roommate and then their roommate's friend. Yes. So C and D know each other? C and D know each other and okay. A, B, and C know each other and B and C are roommates. But A, B, A and B don't know D. Uh, B does. A doesn't. Okay, so this was A's first time meeting D. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, guys. Be prepared. Let's Follow go! Along. We'll be back at that. <laughs> okay, so I'm in the apartment. D is making drinks, okay, in the kitchen for all of us to share. Uh, B brought extracurriculars in the form of a pipe. I don't usually smoke my extracurriculars. I don't know why I'm calling it extracurricular at this point. I don't usually smoke <laughs> it from a pipe because lungs. Um, and that shit's hard. It's very hard. Um, so if I do smoke, it's usually from a cart because it doesn't bash my lungs as much as a blunt or pipe does um but anyway so they had extracurriculars and they of course if weed is there i'm gonna take it like (laughs) it's just a given so i'm like the drinks that i bought at the liquor store were vodka drinks and they had two shots in them so i was ready like three shots in and then i decided to smoke with b and B didn't tell me until after the fact that I had smoked like two giant ass puffs that the weed was laced with an even stronger type of weed that I usually don't smoke <laughs> that I stay away from because it makes me not okay. So I, all of a sudden, I'm struggling to breathe because not only the weed was harsh, but it was laced with harsh shit, like just terrible fucking shit. So I'm starting to freak out. I send my girlfriend a Snapchat going like, holy shit, I can't breathe while I'm in the bathroom. They call me. I don't answer because I was like, oh, it's fucking loud in here. I can't do this shit. So I'm texting them like, I'm good. Like, we're chill. It's fine. And so my high ass decides like, because my throat is like burning. Like it feels like it's closing up. And I'm like, okay, what do I do? And I was like, it's the back of your throat, obviously. Who thinks that? Me. Who knows? So I, like, stick my finger down my throat to try to, like, itch the back of my throat. And I throw up. (laughs) Literally trying to physically itch your throat. Yes. And I throw up in the sink. (laughs) I throw up in the sink as I'm itching the back of my throat. I'm tipsy and I'm high as shit. I'm like, fuck. This apartment, five million years old. I shit you not. Five million fucking years old. What is it with you and throwing up in sinks, dude? Don't know. So their plumbing (laughs) is shot. Their plumbing is shot. My puke is not going down the sink. So I'm there like, what the fuck do I do? High as fuck in the bathroom, almost having an asthma attack. I'm like, 
Jesus fucking Christ. This is the first time my girlfriend's talking about this. Because they were concerned about me. <laughs> I love how Lydia didn't even know the story and this is how they're going to They were find really out. concerned about me already. And I was like, I'm not going to tell them this. <laughs> this oh, is how this they're going to find out. She just made so, the story three times more. <laughs> so I, I'm literally like, how the fuck do I do this? And I was like, okay, what the shit? So I'm taking toilet paper, wadding it up, and, and just like drenching the toilet paper in the sink with all everything that's in there and shoving it in the toilet. So I'm in the bathroom for I don't even know how long. At this point, I've lost track of time and I'm like, this is a, I have to get out of the bathroom because this is like, people are gonna start suspecting something. So I'm like, whatever. My puke is like not fully out of the sink, but I'm just like, I just need to leave. I'm just, I'm done. I'm done, I'm done. I've been trying to like do this for like five years. I'm over it. So I just leave because we were going to be going to the bars right after anyways, right? And I was like, well, by the time they get back, maybe they won't even notice. No, the uh, D immediately goes to the bathroom after I do. <laughs> so D comes back from the bathroom before we head out, and I just like don't make eye contact. I'm like done. <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend I don't know this person, and so we decide to walk to beer bar because we're like, oh, maybe we can get in, um, in you know, like at least across from the event, so we can hear the music and stuff because we didn't know that you needed the wristbands and they were $40 each because we didn't realize we needed tickets for them and they were all sold out. So we were like, fuck, plan B, we'll just go to beer bar across the street. But again, you needed the wristbands, we didn't know that. So we were walking to beer bar, we get to beer bar, find out we need wristbands and we're like, what the fuck do we do? There's like a bar right next to it called Johnny's, I think. So we go into Johnny's and I'm high as shit. And so, yeah. Uh, so we're in Johnny's and A is like tipsy as fuck. Like they were. Is tipsy as fuck just drunk? Pretty much for the most part. Um, so, you know, they're vibing, you know, B and C are vibing. D actually had purchased a um, wristband. So they actually went to the techno bar, the techno club thingy. And uh, A and B both see a table full of people that have the wristbands on. So B makes a joke saying, we should take the wristbands so we can get into the bar. And A goes, oh my God, we should. Should I ask them? And B's like, yeah, go ask them. Tell them we'll give them like five bucks or something shit. So A goes, okay. Turns around, goes to the table. He goes, hey guys, what's up? We noticed you had wristbands, blah, blah, blah. Wow, anyway, that is a spot-on impersonation. Yes, Damn. yeah. So That's, That was good. <laughs> that was good, yeah. So they go, and they're talking to the table. We can barely hear anything that's going on because me and B are, like, making eye contact. Like, holy shit, holy shit, are they doing this right now? Like, oh, my God. Oh, holy shit, okay. And then A turns around and goes, I got us wristbands. We'll just take theirs. They're like, all we need to do is buy them three drinks. And I was like, okay. Like, total or each? Total. Just, like, they wanted three drinks. <laughs> For their wristbands. That's it. So we're like, okay. So they're like ripping off their wristbands and putting it on ours. And I don't know how the fuck they stuck. So we now have wristbands. I'm still high as shit. I'm just there for the ride at this point. We still have wristbands. We go get them drinks. And then we're like, okay, cool. Yeah, sounds good. And then we slap them on. They're clearly worn as fuck. 
They look like they have not just been applied. They look like they had been run through the ringer. We're like, hopefully we can get in. So we're standing in line. So we go across the street to the techno club. And we're just waiting in line and looking like absolute idiots probably. And the girl's like, oh, you guys have wristbands. You know, you can just like walk in, right? And we're like, cool. So all of us like head back there. And there's just like fog machines and lights. And there's this DJ and they're like fucking just like, you know, just like the techno ass, like just everything. And me, I start like to get to the point of like the high where I just like loud noises, no bueno. So I'm just there and A, loves to be at the front so they can just mm-hmm. vibe. And I, of course, am a duckling always. So I'm like glued to A. And so I'm stuck at the front with A and I'm just there like, holy shit, just don't <laughs> die. Like that was pretty much my just entire thing. Wide-eyed. Yeah, I was just like, oh my God. And like, I felt really awkward because like, you know, when you just make two, like you always catch somebody's eye too many times there was this mm-hmm. one certain like spot that i would keep staring at but there was this girl in that one spot who kept like just turning to me every time i would turn and it made it seem i was like fuck she probably thinks i'm stalking her like she probably thinks like i'm some fucking creep staring at her i was like i'm just trying to look around the room surviving like that's all i'm trying to do and so i had act fun fact i had not eaten that day since breakfast so I had nothing in my stomach for the weed or the alcohol at all in the Joe. slightest. Joe. <laughs> I, uh, and the whole time I was like, uh, <laughs> the whole time I was like, I need food. I need food. I need food. Like, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you knew that you were going to be drinking. Yeah. With A that night. Yeah. Why did you not put any food in your stomach? Well, because I worked, and by the time I got to work and found an outfit, I had to go, so... Cool, so you grabbed, like, a... You... There's no way you didn't have a bite of something you could have had on your way out the door. I could have stolen a granola bar, but I didn't think about it at the time. Bro. You know? Anywho. (laughs) Anywho. So, I had nothing for anything to just, like, latch onto, so I was just, like, it was bad. But luckily, there was a Mexican food truck on the outside. So after we were done with the techno club that we had successfully made our way into for pretty much free, I went out there and immediately bought a gordita, which if you guys know what a gordita is, mm, it's delicious. It's basically a fat corn tortilla made of like masa. It's like they make it fat and then they cut into it and just fill it. With so much good shit. Yeah, it's not the stuff you get at Taco Bell. No. It's not a cheesy gordita crunch. That's not what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you just like... I got soy meat um, and lettuce and guac and... Anyway, they just fill it with so much good shit. And then I got rice and beans. So I was just literally sitting on the outside of this techno club with my plate of like rice and beans and Mexican food just like fucking shoveling that shit in my face after I ate that I sobered up really nicely really fucking quick and then um and then uh holy shit there was another person there we'll call them E (laughs) you're just now remembering there's a fifth person E showed up 
somewhere before we started walking to the techno club. Because E and B are involved, but they're not labeling it right now. <laughs> Shocking. E Seems to be a common thing. Ah, lesbians. <laughs> Gotta love them. <laughs> anyway, E and B are involved. Um, and E ran into their ex, who's a dude, on the outside of the techno club. And he started crying while talking to E. He was bawling and staring and kept glancing over at B, who was next to me and A. Because we were like, don't look over, don't look over. This is so fucking awkward. Sure, that's not Like, he's just all. bawling and, like, clearly wiping his eyes full of tears. Like, crying in the club. Just, like, fucking, like, just everything. And I was like, holy fucking shit. All right. Sounds good. And so we're like, just don't look. And so anyway... B and E are all like, we'll meet you guys in the line for beer bar because A still wanted to go to beer bar after that whole thing. And so um, B and E were like, we're just going to go talk for a second. Uh, they ended up leaving, obviously, because E was probably like, I'm over this shit. I just had to listen to my ex cry for like five years. Um, so they left, so it was just me and A. At this point, I just wanted to go home. I was like, I'm so tired. <laughs> and A was just like, we'll just check it out, and then we'll get an Uber back. Because they tried to call their roommate, because their roommate had just gone off of work, and the room was like, no, the fuck not, I'm gonna, I'm not picking you up. <laughs> I'm going home. Because it was like 10.40ish at that time. Bro, I would have thought this was like 1am. Dude, me too. It felt like it, dude. <laughs> we started at no joke, 6.30. So it honestly could have been. Anyway, so it was like 10.40 at the time. The night was still young, <laughs> but not me. I'm not young anymore. So we go, we get into beer bar because we had the wristbands, you know. And so we get in there and they're playing more techno music because, again, it's just like a whatever. And A goes, you want more drinks? And I was like, Does, no. Did the wristbands come with free drinks from beer bar? Uh-uh. No. No, it was just to be able to get in. Um, but yeah, so he was like, you want more drinks? And I was like, no, I need to drive home. So we're like chilling. And I like bet I probably looked like I hated my life that entire night because I was just really quiet, but it was mostly just because I was focused on just like absolutely trying to act like a normal person that I probably looked like I wasn't. Um, so I kind of feel bad. <laughs> so every time a lot of just like, that was a lot of fun. I was like, yeah, it was actually like, I was actually having a good time. I was just trying to be like, trust me, I'm okay. But yeah, I was like, I was just like, I need to go home. I need, I need, I need to get in my bed. And so, uh, 11, like 15 rolls around and, um, A's like, I'll get the Uber. And I was like, sounds good. Get the Uber. The Uber, like, gets there in, like, 20 minutes. Don't know why the fuck it took them that long. Um, and then we get to A's house, and A's like, you good to drive? We're good to go? And I was like, I'm solid. And so I drive home, and I got home at, like, 12-something-something. Something. But I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, for as short as that night probably was, it felt like it was five hours long, like, five million years long. And that so much shit happened in that short amount of time. And I was just like, holy shit. And I was like, this is why I don't leave my house. But I'm glad when I do because stories. And I found <laughs> out, you'll get a kick out of this. A, 
is actually so A and E were chatting up, and A was talking about um, milk because uh, it's like a <laughs> just, just a casual conversation about milk. Well, the gay bar in Salt Lake. It's, there's oh, one called like there's one called milk. Okay. Dude, I was like <laughs> the way you so casually just talking said about that they were milk. a conversation about milk. I'm like. Okay, like oat milk, <laughs> dairy milk, almond milk. Definitely oat or almond, because they're lesbians. Um, no, so there's a gay bar in Salt Lake called Milk. Um, okay. Because the uh, there was two owners of Sun Trap. One of they got into an argument. One of the owners opened another bar called Milk, and the other owner kept Sun Trap. Anyway, so there's a new gay bar, uh, not new anymore. That's actually the bar that me and Lydia went out to on our second date when they kissed me oh, for no. the first time. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, milk. A was talking about milk, uh, and they're like, "Yeah, it was really fun until I got like pretty much banned." Like, and I, I was just like, "What the fuck?" And it was like, "Yeah, one night, me and my friend who were at the bar were just like really drunk, and we tried to steal liquor from the back room." No. Yeah. So she's like, "She did not." She did. They snuck into the back, and. As they were grabbing a bottle of tequila off the off the thingy, security guards walked in, and she like put it back, and they're like, "Get the fuck out!" And so wow! She, she I can't believe she did that. I know. When I was hearing it, I was like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" Wow. I would not expect that from no. them. So I was like, Absolutely "Holy not. shit!" And so I thought that was really funny because they haven't asked me to go to Milk Bar in a long time because we used to go there often. Oh, my God. And I was like, wow, I wonder why we haven't been to Milk in a while. That's why. I was like, oh, my, my God. My jaw literally dropped when Joe told me that. Wow. Dude, I know. Oh, my God. I fucking know. I was like, holy shit. You go. You fucking go. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey. Fucking dumb. Fucking <laughs> dumb. Why would you do that? Free tequila. Oh my god. That's super great. I love chunk people. I love them. Hopefully she at least tried to get like good tequila. Not like Cuervo. <laughs> Could you imagine sacrificing your time in a bar for some fucking Cuervo? For some dude? gold Cuervo. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. That's fucking oh, hilarious. Man. But yeah, it was a fun time. I had a fun time. And it was definitely nice to have like time away from the house because being alone in here has definitely sucked a bit even though like yeah i've been alone before it's kind of just weird because i know it's like a shared space now you just haven't been alone since you've been in a relationship yeah and so codependent guys also joe and her girlfriend both have pretty intense separation anxiety <laughs> i just like my person um <laughs> But yeah, it was a fun night. It was it was good, full of drama, full of twists and turns. My feet killed me at the end of the night because I decided to wear combat boots like dogs, pretty much. And they decided to walk to the bar, which was a lot further than I would have thought. But apparently, people walk places. Uh, speaking of drama, we're gonna wrap up the episode here. But just you mentioning drama, I have to ask: Are uh, are we still gonna be friends after Tuesday, Joe? What's happening Tuesday? I heard that you uh, got some pictures from a mutual friend of ours of me. Oh. So I just need to know if we're still going to be friends after Tuesday. I, yes. (laughs) Yes, we will. Because. So uh, for those of you guys who are unaware, for Joe's birthday, 
I put six, seven photos. Something like that. Of Josette on my Instagram story to wish her happy birthday. I said really funny things about all of them. Mm-hmm. I, I think they were, like, you know, sweet, but also, like, backhandedly sweet. Where it's like, oh, this is one of my favorites, <laughs> and it's one of Joe's <laughs> least favorites of her. But it's a good photo of her, okay? Right. She just will never admit it. Uh-huh. It's the one of you with your... With the wristband as like oh a the choker that at Top Golf yeah, yeah. collar choker yeah love that photo of you mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. really cute you're very playful in it uh huh but anyways I posted a bunch of these and they're photos that embarrassed Josette uh, and she told me that she was gonna do the same for my birthday because she's unoriginal and uninspired mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and exactly. <laughs> apparently that was uh, confirmed when I found out that Joe had acquired photos. From another friend of ours. Haven't acquired them yet, but it has been spoken of. That friend briefly mentioned a certain picture of noodles. Ah. And I said, fuck no to that one. They brought up the noodles. So if, if that happens, <laughs> that's that's on them. <laughs> I shut that one down real quick. <laughs> yeah. Don't you worry. I have some, I have mm-hmm. some good shit, but I'll be mm-hmm. I'll be as nice as you were to me. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. Better be Ken. some some cute fucking comments. All I'm gonna say. Don't you worry, I've got it all planned out. Oh man, well we'll go ahead and wrap up, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. I uh, don't think we're gonna have an episode next week. I'm gonna be gone until Tuesday night in Utah. Yeah. So. You know, we might just take the week off, or we might do a group episode and actually put one up. We'll see. Not going to commit to that, though, so if it happens, then it's a happy surprise. Um, But don't expect it. I mean, you and I can also maybe even record a tiny, tiny mini episode before you have to go to the airport on Tuesday. We could, because I'm going to be at your place. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So that's a possibility, too. But we'll see. Well, we'll get the for once in our life an easy edit using one microphone. Right? Then we can literally just like unedited, cut, raw cut, just fucking like send that shit out. 20 minute episode just running everybody, catching everybody up on everything that happened. Boop! Done. Oh man. Yeah, that's definitely an option. Joe and I also will be uh, doing our video for our application The Amazing Race. Yep. Yes we will. So wish us well. It's gonna be great. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta crush that. I looked at the new season starts next Wednesday, okay. and I was looking at the at the new people. Mm-hmm. We could have taken them for sure. Yeah, we could have we could have taken all of them. Damn it! Yeah, major rip. But you know, it is what it is. It's our own fault. So, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget to wish me a happy birthday if you didn't. Otherwise, you're a dick. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm just kidding. You're you're not a dick. You're, you probably I are. Mean, Loki, maybe you are, but <laughs> dick move. <laughs> Joe, any last words before we wrap up? Um, I really like corn. <laughs> I don't know how you always make me regret <laughs> like, giving you a chance to say shit. It's been stuck in my head all day. A big lump with knobs. It has a juice. Yep, it we're has a juice. Okay. <laughs> I don't blame you if you don't tune in. Again. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for tuning in. We will maybe or maybe not see you next week. Um, But as per usual, remember, 
two can keep a secret. If one of them is dead, 